If you're confused about the treatment steps of the K-Beauty routine, you're not alone. Today, we're taking a look at the difference between essences, serums, and ampoules. We'll explore what they are, how you use them, and why you might need them. Welcome to The Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee. Now, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss out on any new episodes when they're released. We are releasing episodes every Tuesday. And if you're not sure whether you're subscribed or not, there is a quick way to check on your iPhone. And that is, there is a little purple button. And if you're subscribed, it will say that and otherwise it will it will be a button that says subscribe so if you click subscribe basically they will feed through automatically into your podcast feed so you don't have to go and like search for the episodes so I find that super useful for the podcast that I'm subscribed to because it lets me know exactly when a new episode drops and it also is a great way for other people to find us so the more people we have subscribed to the podcast the more people can find it and hear about it as well which is amazing because we want to let everyone know uh, all about Korean beauty so that they can discover the world of K-beauty as well. So now to jump in to the topic for today's episode, which is essences, serums, and ampoules and the difference between those. This is a topic that I know confuses a lot of people and it's not helped a lot of the time by the brands themselves. I don't think a lot of people, a lot of brands do themselves a lot of favors in this respect. And that's because you know, people tend to name the products basically whatever they want. So there's not necessarily always a naming convention that people are following. But there are some very useful ways that you can distinguish between the three types of products. So I'm going to talk about those today and how you can figure out where to put the products in your routine. So a common question I get asked is why are there so many products? You know, it can seem like there are just different names for exactly the same thing, but technically these are three different skincare products. They can all be used and layered together in the same skincare routine. And the key difference between them will come down to their potencies, the textures, and then also their positions within your routine themselves. So let's dive in and have a look at each of them and how they're different. To start off with, essence. So essence will be the first thing that you apply in your skincare routine after your toner. So you've cleaned your face, you've done your double cleanse, you've toned your face, and then the essence is the first product. And this is a really, really popular product in the Korean beauty routine. It's one that Koreans don't tend to skip out on. And this is why. So it it has a primary objective for prepping the skin for the next layers of your skincare. So that's what makes it really, really important. And it also can add hydration to the skin. So 
One of the ways that I like to think of why we layer so many different products in the Korean beauty routine is this. If you had like a sea sponge, just a really dry sea sponge, and you tried to apply moisturizer onto the top of it, what would happen to that? Like, it's just going to go a bit funky, but it probably won't actually absorb the moisture from the cream. And the reason is you kind of need to wet it a little bit first. Once it's already damp, then it absorbs all of the things that you put into it. But if you just try and plaster something over the top of a dry sea sponge, it doesn't really work. And the skin, I mean, it's not a perfect analogy, but it's similar. We are adding these different steps into the routine to really prepare the skin to, this is a word I hate, but to moisten the skin so that it properly absorbs the next layers that we're about to put on in our skincare routine. So this is a reason why we're layering things. And Essence is really so, so great for this. I think it's one of those products that you can really notice the difference if you're not using an essence in your routine after having used it for so long. If I don't have one, I really notice the difference between how my serums and moisturizers sit on the skin. It's very, very different to how they sit on the skin once I've applied my essence. And it is one of the key steps that distinguishes a typical Korean beauty routine. And it does distinguish Korean skincare from other beauty routines as well. So what is in an essence? This is a very, very broad sort of answer, but they generally comprise things like plant extracts and they may have antioxidants in them. A lot of them will have brightening ingredients like niacinamide or a soothing component like green tea. And then, of course, there is a, a, a lot of essences that will contain whatever's trending in Korean beauty, like snail mucin is really popular overseas. So COSRX's Advanced Snail 96 Mucin Power Essence is a product that you may have heard of. Um, and the, why do you add them to your routine? Well, we've already discussed that. It provides a great base for your skin. It allows it to better absorb the next products that you're going to apply in your routine and Importantly, it allows them to penetrate more deeply into the skin, which makes them more effective. So that's the reason why we're using these products. Now, another subset of essences that you may have heard of is a starting essence or a first treatment essence. So Misha has a really, really popular product that many people have heard of before, the first treatment essence. I believe they're up to the fourth generation at the moment. So the name does change from time to time. They often attack different words onto the end of it. I, I think it's had intensive, it's had moist. We're at RX at the moment, Pro Ferment, I think. They have some variations as well with mugwort in it, but their first treatment essence is a cult prop product. It's really, really popular. And so what's the difference then between, say, COSRX's snail mucin power essence and a first treatment essence? Usually the difference will be fermented ingredients. So often first treatment essences will contain fermented ingredients, which is done to reduce the molecular size of the ingredients so that they are more deeply penetrated into the skin. So obviously in the case of Misha's, that's what they're doing. They've called it ProFerment. So it's exactly that type of product. Uh, it's not a K-Beauty product, but a popular J-Beauty, a Japanese one that you may have heard of is the SK2 one. And that is a similar product to Misha's product. 
there are many, many different first treatment essences uh, on the market these days. So that might be one to keep a lookout for if you haven't already tried one. They're really, really, really popular. They're not for everyone. Ferments are definitely not for everyone. They're not for people that have fungal acne, but they are a very, very popular way of starting a skincare routine, certainly in Korea. The second product then is a serum. So what is a serum? The first thing you should notice about your serum is the product's viscosity. And by that, I mean how thick the product is. The other thing is that the potency will be increased compared to an essence. So basically serums are thicker products than an essence. Essences generally tend to be quite on the watery side. They're not always. And that's where I say that some brands like to play a little bit fast and loose with the way that they're naming these products. But in general, you should be able to feel a difference texture wise, if not in how watery it is, then certainly in how it sits on the skin. And a brand that I can think of off the top of my head that has quite a thick essence is Tosawung. They have propolis um, as an essence and they also have a green tea one. But there is definitely a difference in how thick their essences are compared to how thick their serums are. The serums are definitely thicker. So even though the essence is more on the thick side, the serum is definitely thicker. So it's not, it's definitely far from a rule, but that's the main way that you can tell what it is. So they have more active ingredients in them than other skincare products. Why you might want to use a serum? Well, you can really tailor your serums to help you achieve any of your skincare goals. I've seen products that do everything from wrinkle reduction, some are for brightening, hydrating, calming, whatever issue you're trying to target or treat, there'll definitely be a serum out there for you. Uh, one that I have seen really, really great results from using is the Mizon AHA 8% Peeling Serum. And this is great for targeting things like, you know, dark spots, freckles, and unevenness. So that, as you can see, quite a concentrated product uh, with 8% of the AHA in it. So that's the kind of product that you will be using for that step of your routine. So you can see that there is a difference already between essences and serums in this comparison. Now guys, just a quick reminder that if you haven't already left your review for the podcast, we will be drawing the competition for the reviews very soon. We are drawing it on September the 15th. So if you haven't already left your comment, please do so. And then all the comments that have been left to date for the podcast, we'll throw them into a hat and pull out one and the winner will win a $100 style story gift voucher, $100 AUD. So I would love for you guys to leave your review to let everyone else know what you think and also to help other people find us. So I'm super looking forward to seeing your entries for that. Now, the third product that we were doing the comparison for is an ample, and these are the most potent of the group. So they're formulated with more concentrated actives, and they're really designed to deliver a powerful solution for specific skincare needs. The reason why you would use one is exactly because of that. They're jam-packed full of the star ingredient. Uh, they can tend to be a little more on the expensive side than the other products, 
And that's the reason why, because they're including so much more of the, the star ingredient, the price of the product to manufacture is just that much more expensive. And then that will obviously be passed on to the consumer. So they do tend to be on the expensive side. Now, some iconic Korean beauty products that you might want to look out for that fall into this category. I don't think we can go past Misha's Time Revolution Night Repair Ample. The current version is called Pro Bio Ample, and it is a very, very iconic Korean beauty product, along with obviously the Time Revolution Essence. And that one is formulated with bifida ferment lysate. So again, those kind of ferments that we were talking about. Tosawong, their propolis sparkle ampoule is another really, really popular Korean beauty ampoule. And that one contains a whopping 80% of propolis extract, which is to remedy dull skin. So really jam-packed full of the star ingredient. That's how you will be able to differentiate those. Um, someone I was speaking to the other day said that they hadn't realized uh, the difference between a serum and an ampoule, and that's because they thought that an ampoule was the method of delivery of the product, like they thought maybe it was one of those one-time use kind of things. That's actually a good way to tell. A lot of times, particularly for uh, the more expensive products, they will be in really tiny little canisters or you know one-time use things, but that's not a rule. They don't have to be. They can be in all the same kinds of uh, bottles and things like that that you will see serums in. So really just look at the, the name, I guess, to see whether it is a serum or an ample. So technically an ample can be applied before or after serum. And the key thing to take into account, I guess, when deciding where to put it in your routine is the viscosity of the product, basically. So the general rule with all skincare is to arrange your products in your routine from the thinnest liquid to the thickest. And so you can just put your ample wherever it belongs and apply it in that order. There's no need to get really stressed or worried about, you know, oh my God, I've accidentally swapped them around and it's going to be completely ineffective. Like skincare is not that hard to mess up really. If you start from the thinnest and work your way to the thickest, that is just a really easy and simple way to remember it. A couple of caveats, so a couple of things to keep in mind when we are discussing the differences between essences, serums, and amples. I think I alluded to this at the beginning, but the line is becoming more and more blurred as more products hit the market. The other thing I have noticed is that there is often a difference between Japanese and Korean products and the Western ones as well. So technically the potency and the viscosity of the essences, serums and amples should be different. Like as a rule, yes, they should be different. Essences should be the most watery and the lightest in terms of the active ingredients. Then amples should be the thickest and jam-packed full of actives, but that isn't always the case. So I think the most important thing to consider if you're you know, looking to buy a product or deciding where to put it in your routine is just to consider what your skin actually needs and then to choose your products that meet the, those needs accordingly. So you, if you like, you can layer each of these different products into your routine because that helps you to target more than one skincare objective within the same routine. For example, you might want to use an anti-aging essence, then move on to a brightening serum and then have a hydrating ample. 
but there really are no rules when it comes to this. Some brands will call their product one or the other, even though technically it's not. Like there's just, there's no person telling everyone what they have to name their products, what they have to call their products. So just, I guess, you know, judge for yourself. There's no right or wrong. You know, nothing bad will happen if you accidentally you know, buy two essences and one happens to be a little bit more viscous. And so you use that instead of a serum. I've definitely done that before. I've definitely gone through stages where I'm actually just applying multiple different serums because one's super watery, one's a bit thicker, and then another one's even thicker than that. Like it really, it's not that much of a big deal, but technically I think the reason why there are different names for these products is because once upon a time there was supposed to be a difference between them but you know there's there's no like court arbitrating between the skincare brands and companies to tell them what they have to do so it's basically just a free-for-all and it's up to the companies to decide what they name the product and that's good because it means it's up to us to decide how we want to use them so you can throw whatever you want into your skincare routine I would love to know, do you use one of each of these products? Are you using essences, serums, and ampoules in your skincare routine? Come and find me on Instagram. I'm at lauren.kbeauty. I'd love to hear what you guys are using and what product recommendations you have for me. But until then, let's chat again next Tuesday when we will be delving into the world of Korean beauty again.